Hello everyone, and welcome back to Tea Time with Heretics. My name is Maury, be they she, and I'm joined here today, as always, by my lovely friends and co-hosts. Hello, welcome back, my name is Bing, they them please, and I just have water to drink today. Haha, <laughs> tick intro oh god damn it. Hi, I'm Acorn, uh, what are my pronouns? I can't remember, it they, there hey, we it. go, and I have, I have two cans of Monster because I am a filthy, filthy person. <laughs> Filthy, filthy emo, I think. I, I'm not emo anymore. Uh, fair. Sometimes. Also, no, I forgot. Fuck it. <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah, no, that's it. Are they two different flavors of monster? Yes. Oh, that's that's not that bad, at least, right? It is uh, one I opened depend- last night. Yeah, depending on the flavors, because I may be about to judge you. It's uh the black one and then there's a gold one which is pineapple okay i can i can i can respect that also do you like my tick free intro i i did <laughs> i did that was very impressive we're very proud of you like unironically very proud of you to those who may not know it we often have to like start the start like four different times because i will tick as soon as maury starts to try and talk so i usually have to uh, mute my mic but i didn't have to today until it came to introducing myself like a full several minutes of trying <laughs> to to repeat the intro <laughs> it's fine it's fine but uh do we have any announcements i don't think we do do we Nothing crazy has no. happened. Nothing new, really. Our alliance in the 40k game we're playing is losing painfully. Yeah, yeah. Our alliance in the crusade is losing horribly because it's. There's I only am... one person on our team who could win a game. <laughs> Reliably, yeah. Uh, of the three <laughs> games that we've played so far, Acorn is two and one. Uh, two lost. Down. One one. Yeah. Um, Patrick, the third man in our alliance, has actually won all three of his. He has been fucking slaughtering his opponents. Um, I, however, am (laughs) 3-0. Like, every game I've lost. The only reason I won that one game is because they had no idea how to deal with my kill rig. Yeah, one of your your super heavy units. Um, so this is, this is going fantastically so far. Yeah. Uh, to be no. honest, it's not going too far from why I expected it to go like. Honestly, it's not that bad because we're getting into the slightly larger games from here on out. So like I know that the main reason that I've been sucking should be kind of manageable now. Oh yeah, cuz you're taking a fucking night. <laughs> not even that. It's it's the Admech have all of the Admech shit's really good, but it has very low pressure. You're not able to like very few Admech units you're able to put down on the table and be like, this is my section of table now, because everything else can just rock up and fuck it. Um it's not like orcs where you can slap down like your war boss and some knobs or the kill rig or fucking Space Marines where you're able to slap down an aggressor squad and it's just like a whole unit of heavy infantry. We, d- we don't really have that much, with basically the exceptions of Castellans, but they are uh, horrifyingly expensive. Do In I total- hear a lady cat jingle? <gasps> that was a lady cat jingle. She just pooped, so she has the zoomies. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, lady, same. <laughs> 
I too get the zoomies after I poop. <laughs> IVS be like. Oh god, you right. <laughs> but I uh, I think if that is everything that we needed to mention, then we're able to to probably head straight into our our next episode and the topic of the day. Absolutely. <laughs> talking about ladies poop was necessary yeah it was the most as important it thing. was it was all according to zinch's plan it had to be done that way ew zinch hey the lord of change giveth and the lord of change taketh away all right he hasn't given you any wins that would i be said a the lord of change taketh away all right <laughs> yeah but it would be a change fuck you <laughs> I'm, so I'm trying, okay? I was, look, I'm not doing much better than you, okay? The only reason I win is why well, I won, because Josh had no idea how to deal with the kill rig. <laughs> anyway. Um, simply kill it. Yeah, They kill tried. It. Easy. They had a bunch of guys just kind of standing around punching it. <laughs> hey, I've killed a tank by punching it before. So have I. That it's, okay, it's different when you have the fucking killer claw. <laughs> Okay. So, uh, starting up, the topic of today's episode is going to be we've keeping in with the theme of us talking about shit that we find cool and then forgetting to explain the actual story, like what chaos is. Uh, <laughs> we will be finally explaining the whole oh yeah the galaxy got torn in half thing yeah what, what, need... what the fuck was that about <laughs> i need our listeners to know that it's maury who plans out what we're talking about hey i ask, I ask... yeah i ask you guys i give you like a topic list and, and you guys just tell me to pick anyway so okay no we started doing that but the thing is you're asking bing who has no idea and me who i usually see the messages five hours later I normally By that send them point, like you have already decided. That sounds like a skill issue, Captain. You know what sounds like a skill issue? Losing three waking games. Waking up on time. Oh, oh, shots fired. I was gonna go with waking up on time. Oh, <laughs> damn! All right, I see how it is. Yes, but we no. do. Uh, today we. Well, no, will you don't. You had your eyes closed. You were asleep. God fucking damn it! Today we will be talking about. Abaddon the Despoiler, the origins of the Black Legion, and the Thirteen Black Crusades. Because we've, we're, we're taking a little bit of a step away from the Imperium for maybe another episode or two as well. But this is kind of necessary information. So, who would like to, to see if they can give us a little recap of who Abaddon is? Ezekiel Abaddon. Can I try? He is a person who we have <laughs> definitely not. been introduced to at least once. I have no idea who they are, though. Avedon was uh, Horus's like second in command, his main man, his absolute bum body. Oh, that fucker! <laughs> um, and the guy who took over Horus's legion when Horus was dead. Yeah. Bang on. Abaddon was the the first captain of <laughs> Horus's Legion. His absolute bum buddy. 
his his absolute <laughs> bestest bum buddy, uh, Abaddon. No, yeah. actually, mm. I'd I'd argue not because it would kind of make the the Sons of Horus thing a bit weird. I'm sorry. That implies they're not already a bit weird. They weren't up until the whole chaos thing. They were yeah, well, the Abaddon took over. first. They were the Lunar Wolves. They could have fucked when they were the Lunar Wolves. No, Abaddon actually. took over after the whole chaos thing, okay? So, like, the, the sons... Like, the the sons of Horus getting... Like, being ruled over by one dad and then being ruled over by the other dad. Makes sense. Yeah... The, the the phrase son of sons of Horus, a son of Horus was a slang term for any member of the Lunar Wolves who came, basically came out of the Astartes gene modding process looking a hell of a lot like Horus. It was your mum. Like, uh Horus had a Horus had something called the Mornaval, which was basically a collection of his four closest and most trusted captains. Like your mum? I'm so sorry. And they... It's fine. And the, the Mornaval effectively formed Horus's, like, closest council of advisors. They... The first and, I believe, longest-serving member of the Mornaval was uh, Ezekiel Abaddon. Other members included Horus Aximund, who was a human who as a child was named after Horus as like a you'd name your child after like a legendary hero of your civilization and he was then recruited into the Lunar Wolves Legion where he became a son of Horus because he finished the the gene modding process looking almost exactly like Horus but two foot shorter. I'm gonna be just like dad! (laughs) (laughs) So like uh, Horus Aximund was just referred to as Little Horus like, everyone in the Legion just called him Little Horus. That's, like, actually kind of adorable. <laughs> it's it's really cute. <laughs> I have a feeling um, he's the kind of person where you don't let him hear you call him cute, but he's cute. Maybe. He was chill with everyone calling him Little Horus. <laughs> like you even the kind of bad? What? My brain is automatically shortening this to Little Whore. <laughs> you Little Whore! <laughs> Like just just automatically shortening it to <laughs> little whore. <laughs> whore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyone, anyone to like Slanesh. <laughs> whore. Whore. Um, she would there was also Garviel Loken, who is the main character of the first three books. I adore Garvi. Um, Garvi deserves better. And Tarek Torgadon, who is. Akon, he's basically like the Lopen, but a space. Ah! Does is everyone his cousin? Uh no, but he's very much the jokester. Oh, we love so, the Lopen though. How often does Games Workshop do the very uh fantasy setting thing of the initials matching for the characters? Because it uh, feels like they've done that. <laughs> a bit, but not a ton. I mean Tarek Torgadon. Uh, I feel like I feel like Games Workshop doesn't do it as much as say it's not as the turf that is J.K. Rowling. Mm. Yeah, but like it's not as prevalent as in high fantasy. Like we've noticed that obviously, and there's so many different names that it would be hard to come up with that many. But like you still see it. Yeah, I think Games Workshop has a different issue with its names, as in subtlety. They have yeah. 
You have yeah. Jakutai Khan, who's meant to be, who was literally based off Chingus Khan. I, I need to point out Ezekiel Abaddon. Yeah. They're about as subtle as my Tuesday group with their character choices. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. But- no one's going to bring a humanoid to a human city. We're all humanoids, thank you. To be fair, Ian You're has not, in fact... You have a tail. We're still humanoid. Ian has you in fact brought what I believe to be a human. He just happens to have a skull for a head. And that's not yes, my problem. Yes, he dresses very garishly. I know, I know. He dresses like a, he dresses like a Dickensian villain. You have a tail, don't you? Yeah... So you're not humanoid. We're still, you're still humanoid. You can be humanoid. No, you're not. You can't be, you can't not be humanoid, humanoid with a tail. What? Why? Because a tail is an extra limb. You cannot be humanoid with a tail because a humanoid is like bipedal with four limbs. Do Aracocra count as humanoid? No, they're birds. They're still bipedal with two arms. I don't think they do. I think another thing is like mummy. Another thing is the shape of the skull. Yeah. And having a humanoid-shaped skull. See, I would have considered a humanoid creature to be anything that is bipedal and roughly in a human shape. Is a minotaur humanoid? Yes. But yeah, Game Games Workshop is is not good in their uh, in their name choices and their their name design. But after after Horus died. Oh, at least, actually, after Horus died the first time, <laughs> um, the the Mornival, this kind of group of his closest advisors, split it, splintered and fragmented because Abaddon and Little Horus Aximand both wanted to revive Horus via the the Davenite cult, the the Temple of the Serpent. But Tarek Torgadon and our, our main Chad, Garviel Loken, um, didn't want to. Because, quite obviously, that's a fucking horrifyingly poor idea. <laughs> Why would you do that? It might, in fact, that? be heretical. It, it was, in fact, heretical. You've Why done it, Horus Heresy. Like, this, this feels like the, uh, the sort of the Horus Troopers and the Horus Deaders kind of split. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. There is a reason that Gaviel and uh, Tarek were sent to be in command of the ground assault on Istvan 3 before the planet got virus bombed. Um, yeah, that's the word I was fearing you would say. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. But then... Yeah, once the heresy concluded and Horus was killed, because Abaddon was Horus's first captain, he became the de facto commander of the Lunar Wolves. And then wanting to... Abaddon had always had an undying amount of loyalty to Horus. Abaddon was first and foremost Horus's greatest supporter. Somebody... <laughs> the reason Abaddon <laughs> fell, the reason he turned to Chaos, is out of loyalty to Horus, because Horus said that the Emperor was corrupt, Horus said that the Emperor was going to 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 get rid of them all and to turn evil, basically, and to set himself up as a god, and Abaddon trusted Horus. Abaddon was... 
He had a lot of anger issues, but for lack of a better word, he was a righteous man. His folly, at least originally, was being too loyal to his commander. Which is... I am a righteous man. I am a, I am a righteous man. Uh, Morolo, <laughs> there's a, a traveler girl out here with no shoes on. <laughs> um, <laughs> Her toes. Wiggle, wiggle. Like wiggle, worms. Wiggle. <sighs> Which is, it is a shame. But then, of course, after Horus died the second time, Abaddon took over as the, the, not just the commander of the Black Legion, but as the warmaster of all of Chaos itself. He took over directly from the power vacuum that Horus left behind after he was dead. So, all of a sudden, Abaddon was... He didn't have direct command, but he did command the largest Chaos force. So a lot of the others would just listen to him, basically. Oh, uh, do you know what? I've worked out what song is in my head. What song? I'm gonna be just like you. <laughs> no matter what you say I can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah! I don't know that, I'm sorry. Oh, Aww. and you say that you spend time on TikTok. I've, to be fair, I've not been on TikTok in ages. You. No wonder you haven't filthy. responded to the 50 million I've sent you. Oh yeah, I'm those. The, if if you've DM'd me TikToks, those are never getting looked at. I'm sorry. Maury usually likes to say like, "Oh, I just let them build up, and then I look at them." Maury says that about Instagram. They don't look at them. They just don't anymore. No, uh, I do occasionally on Instagram. Like once a month, maybe I'll look at some. No. <laughs> it's very pained, very quiet. So I should shouldn't send you anything. Got it. Oh no! Keep sending it to me. I make it makes me feel happy that my friends are sending me things. Yeah, but it makes us feel sad that you're not caring enough to look at them. I do care. I just get distracted and forgetful. I do care though. I indignantly sniff in your vague direction. Understandable. Now, after the heresy failed, all of the chaos forces, if you remember the very incredibly painful fucking speech uh, that Rebute Rubik's Cube no. sent <laughs> towards the last two days of the heresy <laughs> no. the Rubik's Cube was showing up in about a day and a half two days with three entire additional full strength legions of Astartes about 200,000 Astartes, and then three or four full-sized armadas, plus the entirety of the Imperial Guard that he was able to scour from the rest of the, the Empire on the way. Um, understandable, after breaking the stalemate and then both sides losing their, like, commander-in-chief, the Chaos forces, seeing all of this arrive, decided to get well the fuck out of Dodge. They had... All of the Chaos forces ended up retreating into the Eye of Terror. And this began a period of time in the Imperium known as the Great Scouring, where basically every single trace... Say again? They get out their Brillo pads. Yeah, they get out their Brillo pads. They uh, violate uh, a scrub daddy with a cucumber. Um, I did not need to hear that sentence spoken into existence. No, it's it's the way I've seen... (laughs) A lot. I, I follow a lot of cooking TikTok, and it's the way I've seen a lot of people clean cucumbers for cooking. 
is I by need, like. I, I need <laughs> to just very quickly double check, right? <laughs> you are not using cucumber as a euphemism for something else, are you? No, it's no, actual cucumber. No, I mean legitimately cleaning a cucumber food. for cooking. Yeah, um, no, by... I, but no, no, here's the thing. I've seen those those videos, those TikToks and stuff like that, but I want to double check that Maury isn't cleaning his dick with a scrub daddy. I'm not cleaning my dick with a scrub daddy, no. Good. You're cleaning your dick though, right? Yes! <laughs> I'm queer! What do you think I am? Straight? Ugh. Don't do this to me. You are depressed. I, I'm not that depressed, Jesus fuck. Yeah, that's but, valid. Yeah, this this began a period called the Great Scouring, which is basically uh, the Imperium wanted to remove every single possible fucking trace that they could of any existence of chaos, the chaos primarchs, the chaos legions, the traitor legions, the heresy itself happening. Now, oh ten thousand years a later, wipe. yeah, complete culture wipe. <laughs> Now, about 10,000 years later, most Imperial citizenry do not know that the heresy was a thing. They do not know who Horus Lupercal was. They do not know even that there were originally 20 Primarchs. Most of them only know of the nine Loyalist Primarchs. I'm gonna drop this podcast onto Carso. <laughs> I, I feel like the Forge Worlds would know. <laughs> Like, most people don't even know that chaos is a thing. Like, it's it's very much the Catholic approach of, no, no other religions exist. You don't have to worry about it. Um, because the Imperial, the Imperium's understanding of it is, if the, if the citizens don't know that chaos worship is a thing, then they just won't worship chaos, and they won't be tempted by demonic powers. Easy. I, and then there's people I, like us who are like, ha chaos. Ha! <laughs> chaos. Yeah, exactly. I like, I like, because, like, it pains me, because that is the, the Christian way of everything. And I'm just sat here like, yeah, I'm a witch. It didn't work, did it? <laughs> it's, I always find it funny, because, like, when it, the, the Christians always have one of two very different mindsets when it comes to dealing with other gods and entities, and it's either, no, it doesn't exist, and you're just being an idiot, or, but that's still, like, spiritual heresy, and you can't do that. Or, yes, they do exist, but ours is better, and it's still a spiritual heresy. <laughs> and it, like, it variates wildly between the two of them, but I always find it really interesting to see the difference. Yeah, one of the, one of my favorite things that uh, has come from people criticizing the church, just as an anecdote, is the, well, you have to believe in God, because if you don't believe in God now that you know about it, you're going to go to hell, and someone who previously didn't know is just like then why did you fucking tell me why did you damn me huh yeah if you just stop talking about god then you know every note note you save everyone from eternal damnation easy yeah if nobody knows about it no one gets damned yeah yeah it's 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 fucked but the great scouring it wasn't just a cultural thing it was the combined remaining armies of the imperium now that they were no longer under siege and they no longer had to like protect terror basically everyone just kind of rocked out and just Basically, Gearman's fleets chased the Chaos Astartes and the Traitor Legions all the way across the galaxy into the Eye of Terror. Like, they physically chased them. Uh, different battlegrounds, different staging grounds, different planets that they were trying to hold or keep. Ugh. Ugh. 
Pardon me. Sneeze. And they just physically chased them into the Eye of Terror, and as they went, they just burned and scoured and removed every last trace of them from existence. And it was hoped that they would be able to, now that the siege was broken, that they would be able to execute the last of them and to finish them off and to, to stop it from being a problem again. But unfortunately, this is the beginning of something that was referred to as the Long War, or the Old War. Surprised they don't call it a fucking Cold War. <laughs> oh, it's it's a lot of things, but it's definitely not cold. The Long I'm War... it didn't work. No. It, it almost worked, but unfortunately, by the time they were able to, like, attempt to, to finish off the Traitor Astartes and the Traitor Legions, they had managed to escape to the safety of the Eye of Terror, because once they'd entered the Eye of Terror, none of the Imperials could follow them without, like, you know... Dying? Or yeah, hurt. dying, immediately going insane and becoming possessed. So, the Eye of Terror kind of sucks. <laughs> you know, I never would have guessed. Yeah, for the Eye of Terror, you'd have thought it would be a pretty happy place. Really? I thought it was called the, the Eye of fucking happiness and rainbows. <laughs> Now, the the Long War is exactly what it sounds. It is the Traitor Astartes building up their forces again, striking out, attempting to attack Terra, not having enough power to beat the Legion, to beat the, the Imperium, and then getting pushed back again. And every single time conflicts of this happen, hundreds of billions, if not trillions of people die. Like, entire worlds burn as casualties for these, and the, the biggest points of them would be the 13 Black Crusades. Of course they're fucking Crusades. Crusades always go very well and have no issues whatsoever. <laughs> Abaddon came up with a plan after he renamed the Sons of Horus to the Black Legion, mainly because he did not, he no longer wanted to be bound to Horus. Horus was dead and gone, and Abaddon was the War Master now, and as a, a means of showing that, and a means of showing that they no longer had any masters, no gods, no kings, no masters, only the the strength of will to be in control. Oh, Abaddon renamed the Sons of Horus to the Black Legion, and it's not just the Sons of Horus anymore who are in the Black Legion. The Black Legion accepts the dregs from every other legion, basically. Some would say it was a rather messy breakup. <laughs> Somewhat, yeah. They, they have a lot of rebounds. Abaddon had a plan, and I use that word very loosely. The The big meme is Abaddon always loses, because he's he's had, like, at the time he'd had, like, 12 Black Crusades, and every single one of them had been, eh. Super successful. Like, yeah, some of them had been really fucking successful. He'd done some really important shit in some of them. Like, he's wiped out entire planets, he's taken fucking legendary artifacts, and, like, incredibly powerful demon weapons and shit like that but like his his intent has always been to follow the plan that he calls the red path or the crimson path which is basically using the black crusades to weaken a path of assault all the way to terror so that they can attack terror and they can finally take the throne world of the imperium and it's just kind of never worked it's always kind of been a bit shit and like, yeah, the Black Crusades kill trillions of people every time they happen, but it, it, it never quite goes to plan. Amazed Some of them... Can't get his shit together. Say again, sorry? I'm amazed that a bad guy can't get his shit together. <laughs> uh, it's, it's every, like, once or twice a millennia 
you'll get one because it takes time for Abaddon to like build up political strength, military might, so that he can kind of like force the rest of the traitor legions into following him, gathering up who or whatever else he wants to, calling in favors, old pacts, shit like that, basically. But traditional so f- warmongering. Yeah, traditional warmongering shit. It takes a long time to gather a to gather a fucking crusade force on the scale of an entire galaxy. But the it's the first one oh, thing one thing I will say because this got me so much when I was first learning is I often feel I think maybe this comes from me playing orcs, um, but I often feel like the traitor legions and their commanders and everyone like that are idiots. And they're not. They're annoyingly clever. Like, they know what they're doing. It's a lot. It's not just... Yeah, it definitely comes from me um, playing orcs, because it's not just them going, Wah! Wah! It's them actually having to think and plan, whereas I like shiny things. <laughs> teeth. Exactly. You've got your teeth to, to deal with. I got my teeth. I don't. Yeah. I don't have... I would be a poor orc. It's like, Abaddon is a fantastic warlord. He is an incredible tactician. He is very good at all of the evil, horrible shit that he does. However, um, the Imperium always wins, baby. It's because they're blue. Wow. They're lucky. You're right. Uh, it's actually because it's written by humans and human bias. Yeah, fucking human bias. Yeah, but the... hear me out. They're blue. Yes, blue is a very lucky color. Blue is a very lucky color. The, the first Black Crusade actually didn't happen until 781 M31, so about like a full almost 800 years after the, after the fall of the heresy. It's, the first Black Crusade was the first Battle of Cadia, and I think at some point in the past, like episode one or two, I may have mentioned Cadia before. I was just about to be like, I recognise that name, but that doesn't mean anything, Acorn. <laughs> Cadia is vaguely familiar. I may have mentioned it when talking about the Eye of Chaos, the Eye of Terror, or about more specifically about when the Eye of Terror was created, and when talking about Blackstone, the the Necron material that just nullifies psychic energy and like the powers of the warp and shit. Cadia is a fortress world at the very, very edge of the Eye of Terror. And when I say the very edge of the Eye of Terror, I mean it doesn't just happen to be a world that was founded, that was like at the edge of the Eye of Terror and was turned into a fortress world because it was in a very good place at the edge of the Eye of Terror. No, I mean Cadia is the boundary marker for the edge of the Eye of Terror. Basically, Cadia has a motherfucking shitload of blackstone pylons, and every single pylon blocks psychic energy and psychic power, which means when the Eye of Terror was first kind of growing and coming about, it reached Cadia and then stopped, because all of the excess power that was trying to let the Eye of Terror rip further into the galaxy and spread further and further was stopped by Cadia. It is a linchpin through the fabric of reality that holds the universe solid. It's vibing. It's vibing. The first Black Crusade was the the first battle of Cadia. Bear in mind, Cadia is like quite possibly the single most heavily fortified planet in the entire galaxy. Cadia is personally each day 
dealing with dozens of separate demonic incursions, alright? You do not fuck with Cadia. Cadia fucks with you. Yeah, you do not fuck with Cadia. Cadia fucks with you. I remember you mentioning the Blackstone Pillars, and we don't know who set them up, correct? Yeah, it was it was most likely either the old ones or the Necron, probably the Necron. Have we considered that it could potentially have been someone who or at least organized by someone who had the ability to see into the future and actually wanted to save the universe? Because there's no other place in the universe that has this many blackstone pillars, correct? I I do not know about that. I know there are definitely other places that have a truly fucking obtuse amount of, like, blackstone constructs in. I don't know if there was any other that was as perfectly set up uh, or in as perfect a location as Cadia, or if Cadia was just the planet that happened to be there. Okay. From the blackstone fortresses, you called them, uh, yep. if you follow the arrows and where they're pointing will each of the arrows be pointing at the planets with all of these blackstone pillars i mean the blackstone fortresses move like they're ships you can pilot them so do planets true hmm. i'm entirely honest i'm not actually sure on that one like they'd i presume the the Blackstone Fortress planets like this, like Cadia, would have been like more or less equidistantly plotted around the place. But honestly, I couldn't say. Cadia might have just been a weirdly heavily fortified place. <laughs> we don't know, and we will probably never know. But hey, yeah, knowing knowing G Dubs, we will likely never find out. If I am too much into Games Workshop setup, then they can yell at me themselves. <laughs> Man, Very they can hire idea. you. You come up with amazing ideas. Yeah, man. Very good on you, shop. though, for, for remembering the Blackstone Fortresses. Because, basically, over the course of the different Crusades, Abaddon's been doing a bunch of different things. And, basically, G-Dubs has tried to, to cover the Haha, Abaddon always loses memes by saying, Actually, for every Black Crusade, Abaddon has had a secret secondary plan that the big, like, Crusades have actually been to musk. That feels very, um, actually of them. Yeah. Yeah, very, very. We promise he's really cool and he doesn't suck ass. Only horses. I promise he doesn't suck ass, as he is actively sucking ass. <laughs> I don't suck ass, continues to suck ass. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? The admeg? Oof. Okay, that's un that's uncalled for. Yeah, they don't. I checked the win ratios. You're pretty low again. Uh, we're at like forty two, I think, which is the best we've done in about six months. It's just my personal win ratio is also dog shit. Simply also, roll better, not just. Sounds like a skill issue, Captain. Anyway. Yeah, get good uh, The first Black Crusade was the Battle of Cadia. That's when Abaddon gets his sword, Drachnion, which is his kind of like, um, in, in the lore, that's his, his big, uh, unique, legendary demon blade, basically. Um, the second Black Crusade is called The Cursing of Corona, which is... Mm, <laughs> um, <laughs> Topical. Uh, the Third Black Crusade, the Desecration of Gerstal, uh, which is actually an important one in the lore for the Adeptus Sororitas, 
because in that crusade, Abaddon ends up destroying the blessed remains of one of the Sororitas' patron saints, basically. Um, the devastation of El Falnor was the fourth. The fifth Black Crusade um, was called the Tide of Blood, or the Scouring of Elysia, where Abaddon summoned a demon prince named Doombreed, which is a really shit name. Oh, uh, God, that's awful. Yeah, yeah, that's it's truly awful. That's and... like first D and D edgy character style awful. Ah <laughs> uh, yes, the rogue Doombreed. Oh my God, it's Lewis. Uh, hey, be nice to Lewis. You owe him that much at least after what you've done to him. I don't owe him anything. He still has my goddamn sword. <laughs> Find the keepers. No one had it at the time. Um. In the, in the Fifth Crusade, Abaddon actually it mentions specifically that they managed to completely wipe out a number of Loyalist chapters, which is... Hmm. <laughs> yeah. The Sixth Crusade was called Decarath's Folly, where he brings the Sons of the Eye to, to heal. So I'm guessing just bringing a rogue chaos element basically into order. Uh, Sons the of the S Eye sounds Sinodeshi. You're right. The Seventh he managed to steal a shitload of Blood Angel's gene seed. Well, that's rude. Yeah, that. that is quite rude, actually. How dare he do that they to don't have a lot. I know. Yeah. Not entirely sure why he wanted it, but probably for nothing good. They don't have a lot of that, and what they do have is fucked. Give it back, Abaddon. Play nice Yeah, what brother. they do have is fucking horribly diseased and corrupted. Um, the Eighth Black it's Crusade is strange. called the... S Sorry, go on, Boo. It's because he thought Sangopop was hot. Sangopop Honestly, was hot. Yeah, he's right. He was. I give them that entirely, but like, can't tell me it's not horny. Sangopop is the people's Primarch. He is also the 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 fucking primo femboy Primarch. So, oh, which is saying something he's when you have Princess Diana allegory. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> <laughs> God fucking Oh god damn it you're right. <laughs> he is a princess Diana allegory. You're Shit. welcome. Fuck. I'm so glad that I have been able to enlighten you on so many things today. He is the people's primarch. He is blonde. He was assassinated by by the royal family. <laughs> god fucking damn it. Okay. You're welcome. Yeah. Mm. God, mm. I love hearing Mori have like actual psychic damage. <laughs> ah, I'm glad one of us does. Hey, it's, it's okay. it makes up for all of the pain you have put me through. Man. Yeah, you're right. Mate, it's okay. Bad. I get to torture Mori on Tuesdays now too. Mm. Yeah, Bold of you to assume torture. that you're the one torturing me. Bold of you Can to I assume to they're not the one torturing you, Mori. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Um, the, the Eighth Black Crusade was called the Skull Gather, which is an interesting one. Um, oh, isn't that, isn't that fucking um, Angron's new rules? Yeah, Angron's new fucking <laughs> god-awful rule set. Fucking Skull Harvest. It's where they Ooh. got the idea from. Probably, actually. For a second, I was like, you said Angron's new rules, and I thought Emperor's new groove. Angron's new groove. Oh. <laughs> oh no. I I would pay to see a film that was Angron's new groove. I'd love that. Like <laughs> unironically, that Emperor. sounds so you fucking fun. You threw off my groove. 
The fact is that Maury saying they will pay to go watch a movie is like big. Yeah, because I am I am very much a yeah pirate everything kind of person. Legally, we do not condone piracy. I I think we're allowed to. Legally speaking, we do not condone piracy for legal right. reasons. This is a joke. For Don't legal reasons, this is, it's it's Ron. Like, every time we end up talking about us and going, for legal reasons, this is a joke. And I'm like, my guy, we're in our DMs. Like, it's not like we're on a fucking IRS watch list. Oh my god, I- it's IRA the exact same list. conversation we had last week. Yeah, okay. Same same fucking joke, though. <laughs> you're not on the IRS watch list, because you're not in America. Yeah, okay, I'm not... Well, you don't necessarily have to be in America to be on an IRS watch list. Or an IRA watch list. But that's besides the point, though. Um, uh, in the Skull Gather, it says that a lot of people say that the highest award in journalism is being awarded a Pulwitzer, but we all know that the real highest award in journalism is being assassinated by the CIA. Or whichever equivalent in your nation. Yeah. Um, it's, the Skull Gather's a funky one, because it just says, Abaddon appeases Zinch with a sequence of death creating a mathematical equation of terrible and profane perfection. So he just kills a bunch of people in, like, the exact right order, and it just makes a really nice sequence He kills a bunch of people and Zinch goes, yeah, this is the good shit. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about, come on. Yeah, exactly, basically. Why um, does Zinch seem like... Never mind. I was nearly very, very kind of mood, mean. Mean to who? You. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, thank you for the foresight, I suppose. <laughs> the Ninth Black Crusade is called the the Starving of Senephilus? Senephilus, I think that is? Syphilis. It's not <laughs> syphilis, but basically may as well be. Um, the, basically, that one is just a cover for a shitload of Chaos War Fleets to manage to slip out of the Eye of Terror undetected. The Tenth Black Crusade, the Conflict of Helica, Abaddon and the Iron Warriors fight the Iron Hands Legion at their, the Iron Hands chapter at their homeworld of Medusa. Uh, the Eleventh Black Crusade, the Doom of Reloria, Abaddon abducts thousands of orcs to conduct experiments on them, on their use of the warp. Hey. <laughs> What's the matter, Acorn? That's mean. Yes, so is killing people, Acorn. We don't look at us. Do we look like we use the warp? Yes. We don't know we use the warp. Yeah. Well, so when have we ever killed anyone? Me, a lot of times. Nah, you probably deserved it. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Just give me shinies, and I'll get off your planet. The Twelfth Black Crusade is referred to as the Gothic War, and the only note on this one is Abaddon captures the last two Blackstone fortresses. You can imagine how this is gonna go. Uh, chaotic. Chaos! <laughs> well, what? Chaos is being chaotic? Never, ever would have guessed that. Then we come to the Thirteenth Black Crusade and the Fall of Cadia. And this is the only one that people can really go, yeah, he he, he succeeded in. Because, uh, basically, the entire... Has any, have either of you ever seen Fullmetal Alchemist? Bits and, nice. bits and pieces. Okay. Um, Acorn, do you care for spoilers? No. Well, if, if you... You don't have to sound so lamentful about it. If you do, then don't worry. 
I'm going to need you to use a different word that doesn't, that isn't lamentful so I can understand. Mournful. Despondent. No, nope, different, different. Sad. Oh, uh, no, I'm not sad about it. Anyway, you've already spoiled uh, uh, Full Metal for me anyway, ages ago. Fair enough. You got back into watching it and then you info dumped at me. And then you asked me, did I mind spoilers? Fair, yeah. Apologies, that's not about right. <sighs> Basically, the rest of the Black Crusades, Abaddon has been using them to enact atrocities across the galaxy at one point or another. And by doing so, he has been making horrifying nightmare sites all across the galaxy. Ritual sites of sorts, uh, weak points in the warp. And then finishing off with the 13th and final Black Crusade and the fall of Cadia. Abaddon gathered all of his forces and all of his fleets into what I believe to be the largest force that he has ever led all of for this All of his forces and all of his men. Yeah, all of his forces yeah. and all of his men. Couldn't go yep. together again. I'm so glad you went there, because the way Maury said that, that's the only thing that was going through my head. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Horus is Humpty Dumpty. Well, I'm glad you guys got that. <laughs> They couldn't put Humpty together again. They couldn't put Horus together again. The oh, Emperor no. did make sure that there was no possibility of Horus being resurrected. Yeah. Again. Abaddon, Abaddon tried to clone him at a couple different points, but it just that didn't really work. Me. He wanted that. He wanted the good day. What's with the Chaos Faction and trying to clone people? I mean, if you had an opportunity to clone your Primarch, would you? No. What? Given, given how useful they are? Yeah, but then it's not them, is it? It's not them. True. Jelly would be ashamed at you, Maury. Jelly would be ashamed at you. What? Mm. <laughs> also, you said that Fulgrim was trying to clone fucking uh, Ferris. Yeah, because Fulgrim was completely insane and felt guilty for everything he'd done. Yeah. Did I miss that? When did Fulgrim try to clone Ferris? Uh, a bunch of times. Like, Fulgrim, at different points, has repeatedly cloned and then killed the clone of Ferris, like, over and over. That man needs therapy. Yep. Speaking uh, of, I'm going to send you something later, Mori. Oh no. Oh no. You're going to hate me. Oh. Um, there is actually a completed and fully stable, uncorrupted clone of Fulgrim somewhere in the galaxy. But it's not Fulgrim. Uh, no, actually, it has all of Fulg- like, pre- pre-heresy Fulgrim's mind. That is not Fulgrim, though. It's- okay, no, it's not, like, the original Fulgrim, but it's a pretty fucking good version. D d Sorry, all I can think of is they backed up the hard drive and then they forgot to just reinstate the old version after it got corrupted. Oh, no. No, actually, the, the clone was made afterwards. Mm, that's even worse. Yep. But basically, the... Abaddon launched his final assault against Cadia, bringing... Okay, here's the, here is the, f the list of commanders in his order of battle. Abaddon, Urkonos, Devrim Corder, Yegamoth, all of these are just fucking demons, right? Uh, I can also see uh, Zarephiston, Zagathine, like, there's just a shitload of demon names. There is also Typhus, who is effectively the Abaddon of the Death Guard. He is the commander of all of the, the Plague Marines. Uh, 
Erebus, as in fucking the Corrupter, Araman, who is the commander of the Thousand Sons Legion, um, Lucius, who is one of the highest-ranking commanders of the Emperor's Children, and a number of demon Primarchs were all present for this battle. He's got to get his uh, backup singers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, in a force that brought hundreds of trillions of cultists, chaos astartes, demons, the possessed, traitors in the guard and reinforcements of Cadia's own military, the battle lasted for fucking months. It was a siege of Cadia, and so much orbital bombardment fire was used against Cadia that the entire planet began to split in half. I hope they had, like, a warranty on that. Um, You'd hope so, wouldn't you? Um, turn the planet like an apple in half. Yeah. Basically, long story short, eventually through a cooperation between the Admech, Belisarius Call, and Trazen the Infinite, a... Necron, uh, insane collector, an all-round fun ah! guy. It's my favorite one. He's my favorite one. <laughs> Trazen is a fucking darling. I love Trazen so much. I, I Trazen, I, I would, I would sell my soul to Trazen. Bold of you to assume he'd buy it and wouldn't just yeah, take it. I could convince him it's shiny. I'd sell it for like nothing. He could have it for free, but I'd give it to him if he thought it was shiny. <laughs> Uh, basically, Trazen. Orc collection. <laughs> it doesn't have your orc collection, or it does. It could also have my orc collection. Fair. Um, Trazen went to Belisarius Call, basically one of the the leaders of the Adeptus Mechanicus, and said, "Hey, you don't like chaos. I don't like chaos. Chaos is about to fuck this place." And demons are pouring out of it at a fucking insane fucking rate that we cannot fucking stop. So let's work together on it. Because at the time, Belisarius Cole, Cole was trying to figure out how to activate the, the pylons, how to activate the Blackstone pylons and use them to negate chaos, basically. I don't think that we're going to work very well. He he wasn't getting anywhere by himself, but then Trazen shows up, and it's very much a... You... It's very much a when your grandpa changes the HDMI cord by himself. You know how to do that? I was there when it was written. Kind of shit. Do you want to know one of my favourite things about Belisarius Cruel? What? Is it sounds like Belisarius Cruel? As in, he's crawling, and he has like too many legs, and I need to know that he crawls like a bug. He does have an awful lot of limbs. I don't like uh, it. That was just my little little bit. Of Perfectly valid. He does have an awful fucking lot of limbs. He looks weird as fuck. Like really cool model. Looks weird as fuck. He does look weird. Pardon? He does look weird as fuck. Yeah. Trazen shows up, helps Cole figure out how to activate the pylons, and then during. The Battle of Cadia, the Eye of Terror begins to get smaller. Like, the yeah. entire thing begins to shrink okay. and compress down, and all of the demons start to get weaker and lose their ability to, like, manifest and stay summoned in the, the material world. 
since they're outside of the Eye of Chaos, uh, outside of the Eye of Terror, and the entire warp is being suppressed, basically. Interestingly enough, at the same time, the saints of the... Saint Celestine, who is one of the, the legendary kind of warriors of the Adeptus Sororitas, the nuns with guns, Saint Celestine loses her powers while this is happening. Whoa, Saint Celestine, okay. what have you been dabbling in? <laughs> like she loses her wings for a brief period of time, she becomes mortal. Because one right, of the main what things. What the hell about... are you playing? Because <laughs> one of the main things about Saint Celestine is like she's technically immortal in that she keeps getting fucking murdered, but then she just shows up again later on. Oh, I love what that. What kind of entity does she have a deal with? What the fuck? Saint Celestine and the rest of the Adeptus Sororitas. Basically, the best theory that we have is they use the same principles that allow, like, consciousness, thought, and emotion to create warp chaos entities. It draws from the same power, but with a different set of emotions as the focus. So they draw from, effectively, like, the belief and the fanaticism of the Imperium has the Emperor as a Gestalt Chaos God, which... So, so hang on, hang on. What you're, what you're telling me here, right, what I'm trying to understand here, is the Adeptus Sorietus did what the, the other faction of the Eldar could only dream to do. Yeah, basically. <laughs> We've actually got a little uh, picture here of Celestine showing up on the battlefield. Oh my god, that gives me like full-on Magic the Gathering angel vibes. Fuck your angel deck, just throwing it out there once again. I'm. I was debating going to to play Monday Night Magic at the game shop today, but they play fucking, uh, Commander, and I have no idea how to play Commander. So I'm I'm staying what staying well the fuck away from that. Talk to Seth. Oh, but Seth is a nerd. You can't say jack shit. Look at what you are doing right now. <laughs> I know, but it's funny. You run D and D. And you run multiple sessions. D&D a week. Eh. Potato, potato. when they run. Yeah. Actually, so, no, Seth is very good at Commander, so talk to him about that. I know, I know. I, I, will, I will talk to Seth about Commander. <laughs> yeah, so, like, St. Celestine lost all of her powers for a brief period of time. Um, a load of other kind of Imperial forces lost their powers like that. But it started to work. Um, the, the guy who leads Castellan Ursicar Creed... Um, Creed is the commander of Cadia. He is the head of the Cadian army, basically, and he is one of the greatest military tacticians of all time. Um, Creed is well known for his habit of hiding tanks in trenches. Oh, it's Matt! <laughs> basically. <laughs> Like Creed is if 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 there is a stupid plan, Creed is capable of pulling it out of his ass. Oh, like that's that's his entire it's, thing. It's you trying to be Matt. I don't appreciate this slander. Okay. No, actually, I'd argue it's not deserved. I wouldn't know, so I have no say. Perfectly reasonable. Yeah, they. With, with Creed's help, with the Chaos Forces being pushed back by the complete just choking out of the warp, they're actually able to push 
back the forces of chaos. And at a certain point, actually, Abaddon goes to assassinate Creed, and the weakened, disempowered Celestine, while Creed is distracting Abaddon, sneaks up behind him and impales him clean through the spine. <laughs> like, again, bear in mind, at this point, Celestine is basically just a human in pretty armor. Like, that's that's all she's got going for her. It is pretty armor. It is pretty armor. So, Abaddon, mortally wounded, having lost a significant portion of his forces, without the ability to summon in extra demons, his the chaos powers that have sustained him for the last 10,000 years now, like, fleeing him because there is no chaos around him to draw from. Um, Abaddon... Yeah. Abaddon... <laughs> Firmly GTFOs, he teleports back up to orbit right towards the end of the battle. Now, he'd been using the fucking... He had, like, three or four Blackstone Fortresses that he'd basically just been shitting on Cadia with the entire time. Um, Please don't shit on Cadia. At least one of the Fortresses, or I think possibly a few of them, had been boarded and disabled by basically like Astartes boarding crews and strike forces. So Abaddon had like his flagship and a small number of fleets and then everything else was broken. And his last ditch effort was to duct tape a bunch of ships to one of the Blackstone fortresses and crash it into Cadia. Okay. How'd that work out for him? Perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, really annoyingly it worked. Because you remember what the Blackstone Fortresses are capable of, right? Not really. Not really. They can vaguely bad. They can dead zone or amplify psychic power, and if you get a bunch of them working together, they can basically shoot a giant psychic laser beam that is capable of blowing up planets or stars. This picture was the closing scene of the Battle of Cadia. Chaos. That looks like a Pokemon. It does. It does the look like a God fucking the, damn it. In the center, it looked like eyes. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, there's a new there's a new Pokemon uh, this latest generation that that looks like uh, like a Glimora. Like kind of like a shy guy with the little like white eyes sticking out with the black hood. I'm gonna I'm gonna post a photo of what. Uh, it is a Glamora. I was right. So anyone who knows the latest thingy, it's 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 a it's a violent stabby Glamora. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, yeah, that was the end scene of the the Battle of Cadia, basically, and it is where one of my most hated fucking phrases in the entire community comes from, which is the planet broke before the guard did, because quite literally, the planet of Cadia exploded. The entire planet was destroyed, because the Blackstone Fortress is like the size of a small moon, and Cadia had been taking a massive amount of incoming firepower for god knows how long. They just blew up Cadia. No more, Mr. Bright. No more Cadia. No more Cadia. It's... I don't think Cadia wanted to break free. Don't want to break free. <laughs> I want to break free. It's... Yeah, Cadia was destroyed. Um, and fortunately, a lot of the guard, a lot of the civilians, 
uh, Celestine, uh, Belisarius Cole, a bunch of the Astartes, they all managed to evacuate before the planet was completely annihilated, because it, it was the destruction of an entire planet. It took a while to do. I love the idea, right, that, um, I can't remember his name. Abaddon? Trazen? No, the, the Necron. Trazen. Trazen. Uh, just kind of stayed there and watched, because he'd just find another body. Yeah. Yeah, Trazen can't be fucking killed. Um, interesting note, Creed very much had a... Uska Creed, the castellan of Cadia, very much had a I'll-go-down-with-my-ship mentality. That um, Like, he, he stuck with Cadia to the very end. Um, Creed is therefore MIA presumed dead. Which makes sense, right? He's not dead, though, is he? It is believed... The Trazen has Creed's body alive in a stasis field in his collection. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> what the fuck kind of collection does he have? Oh, you know, okay. Do you know the the collector from Marvel? Yes, that's yeah, him. My thought, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's Trazen. Except Trazen is a a Necron who can. Uh, you just, you can't, if he wants an artifact really, really badly, he will then appear on the battlefield and you can shoot him, the body can go down. But because he is a Necron, he basically just uploads his consciousness into the next nearest Necron. That Necron has the living metal, so becomes Trazen and he keeps going. Yeah. So one of my favourite things is like, sir, Trazen's here. How many times have you shot him? We've killed him ten times, sir. I think he really wants whatever's on this planet. Well, keep <laughs> shooting him. We are, sir, but we're going to run out of bullets. Because <laughs> yeah. it is. It's every time you kill Trazen, he just jumps to a different body. And it's it really annoys the other Necron. Because they don't know how he does it. Because he's not supposed to be able to do that. Like his, he's he's obviously supposed to be able to repair his body, but he's not supposed to be able to override others. It is. None so of the other it is like, He's just a living virus. Yeah, yeah. basically. <laughs> it is like my absolute phase, favorite Trazen thing is because can you imagine a commander who has no idea who Trazen is and they're fighting the Necron, and suddenly there's just this, this one fucker that they cannot kill. They just like, keep killing the same dude over and over. <laughs> And it's like, so we've we've killed him five times. What do you mean you've killed him five times? Keep killing him. We are, sir, but you know we're gonna. It's not working. It's not working, sir. He's not dying. Yep. I also, love the idea that like he somehow has like a Trojan horse virus in literally every Necron. Oh my god. Potentially, yeah. It's he will. I don't think he can do it to, like, the fully sentient or intelligent Necron. They have to have at least some degree of, like, empty-mindedness, like some of the lower Necron. They have to have storage space. They yeah, basically. Yeah, they need they need to be a little bit empty. <sighs> but, yeah, uh, but, but it does mean, like, because a lot of them, the Necrons on the battlefields are just your normal Necron, it's unusual for a ne for a Necron-like leader to come down. If he comes down, he's got the entire battlefield to basically be any backup body that he wants. Yep. <laughs> I love him. He it's just it. wants the shinies. Him and, him and my orcs would get on great, but also absolutely awfully. 
yeah. he his go-to thing he doesn't like to fight personally so what he'll typically do is he will keep like basically something called uh tesseract labyrinths or basically um basically fucking pokeballs in his pockets where he keeps small armies or units of soldiers that he has just yoinked off of a battlefield that he will just throw out onto a different battlefield. Orcs, what? I choose you! Yep. Like, in, in one of if, the... Go on. What if he has, in one of his little Pokeballs, just some pre Horus Heresy armies from a couple of the from a couple of the Primarchs who died and they are just like pristine condition. They have not been corrupted at all. And now he refuses to let them out because he doesn't want them to potentially be corrupted and ruined. They can't condition. lose their mint condition. Big yeah. He does <laughs> He has an entire, like, his his home planet, the planet that he rules is called Solemnes. It is, basically, the entire planet is hollowed out and turned into a museum. Um, oh, no. He, uh, he has an entire wing of the archive. Bear in mind, a wing, in the terms of, like, the scale of Solemnes, is, like, an entire country-sized, like, landmass dedicated to his Horus Heresy display. Oh no. I I refuse to accept anything but he has a very like he's also very like autism sensory friendly. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um <laughs> he's autistic himself. Yeah, so uh. every so often he has like sensory days where you can just go in and sensory touch everything. I love that. It would be if he ever let anyone onto his planet. <laughs> let me have this, Rory. I said I refuse to accept anything else. That's fair. That's that's fair. My bad. Apologies. No, he has those sensory days, but it's just, it's uh, just, it's just no for him. violence. Just no violence. Just letting a couple of the still alive people walk around and touch things. No one's allowed to fight. Oh my god! It, and then they it's have a to go back day. to there. But it's a sensory day for the display pieces. <laughs> yeah. I will say, a lot of the people in the displays are still conscious. Oh god. It's a, I... it's a display it's a sensory day for the display pieces. They get to feel sensation again and then they go back into their box, like Toy Story. Oh, oh no. no. Um And I wanna go he... back in storage. You get in the box, Gary! Oh, the poor fuckers. Um, but yeah, he has, like, Ursacar Creed, he has... We, we, at some point, we will be doing an entire episode about Trazen. Um, Trazen is yes. the motherfucker who has the the uncorrupted clone of Fulgrim. That is one of, like, the centerpieces of his collection. That makes more sense now. Yep. <laughs> I fucking love Trazen. So it's, it's not a... It's not a uh, computer backup that was just never used. It was... They came in after the fact... No, they were the virus who came in. They stole literally all the data before they shut everything down. Yep. He has a tech priest of the Mechanicum who willingly contacted Trazen and asked to enter the collection on the condition that he would be able to read what was in Trazen's library. Oh my god, it's fucking Kenneth. <laughs> Yeah, 
I will become a display piece. I just want to read for the rest of my cognizant years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so Trazen stole Creed. Most of the good, most of the loyalists got away. Um, Abaddon managed to run like fuck, and with Did this destruction. Did you say most of the good guys? <laughs> yeah, most of the good guys went juxtaposed against chaos, but like. <laughs> There are no good guys. Um, the main thing being, after Cadia broke, it was c actually close to permanently closing the Eye of Terror. Meaning, when it broke, it was like taking your thumb off the hosepipe. Boom. Yeah. Because all of that pressure, all of the combined, like, dimensional power that filled the entire Eye of Terror was then exploding back out again. And in doing so, it followed the the weakest point, the path of least resistance. The line that had been gouged across the galaxy by the twelve prior Black Crusades, basically leaving a weak point, like a like a dotted tear here line. Uh, yes. The galaxy is just a coupon book. Yep. Cadia <laughs> uh, is destroyed. The Eye of Terror immediately expands back out to the point that it originally filled and then keeps expanding and then just almost instantly across the entire galaxy just this singular warp storm rips through real space. And from that point onwards, that is the opening of the, the Cicatrix Maledictum, also called uh, Gork's Grin. The Red Path, the Great Rift, the Great Rift, um, the Crimson Tear. There is a lot of different names for it. And basically, from that point onwards, there is just this Eye of Terror-style warp storm that just bisects the entire galaxy into the north and south. Everything is fucked because demons can now endlessly pour out of the Eye of Terror, out of the warps, out of the the Great Rift, across any point in the galaxy. They can freely pass through. We can no longer travel freely north, like, between the two of them, because there are only two stable gateways, one at the ruins of Cadia, and another all the way at the far fucking end of it. And, worse still, the entire north side of the galaxy can no longer see the Astronomicon, the, the lighthouse that lets you navigate in the warp, because the, uh, the Great Rift blocks it. So the entire I... north side of the galaxy is now just stuck. I have never needed the Astronomicon in all of my sailing years. That's because you just get lucky, motherfucker. They know where they're going. We no, they don't! Going. We believe we know where we're going. Uh, close enough, I suppose. <laughs> but I it think works for them. It's, it's, that would cover a lot of the, uh, the general, like, core parts of what Abaddon did after the heresy and of the Black Crusades, and most importantly of the Cicatrix Maledictum, how it opened. I, we can we can go into some more detail another time as to quite how badly that's fucked everyone. But the answer is badly. Very. Badly. Very, very badly. Very, 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 very poorly. But that about covers all we need to cover for today. Um, what, what should we do next week? Do we have any ideas yet? Find out next time. Da 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 da. 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 All right. Have a lovely evening, everyone. Uh, thank you for listening to us. Ramble on as always. Please feel free to check out the 
Patreon or our TikTok page, both at Tea Time with Heretics, uh, for some of the interesting art that Bing's been making, and Hi. for uh, any of the other things that we do for access to the community Discord server. You can chat with us and any of the other fans meet up there. Uh, check out the Facebook page where I I'm going to am... steal your toes. Yoink, yoink, <laughs> motherfucker. They're mine now. Join join the Patreon at your own risk of having your toes stolen. And on that note, <laughs> I'm going to go cry into my pillow. <laughs> Would you not like to join our collection?